It's Tuesday, March 2nd, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's episode, we talk Golden Globes. Yes, I know, a day late. Zoom comedy shows. How long will they last? And I may need donor gums. Plus, The Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And it all starts now. Now, why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votary. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkenshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I yeah. doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy Hour? You're podcast. listening to the... <laughs> Fuck some <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy, changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Tuesday, March 2nd. Here we go. Broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, hey. Give me one, Jenny. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, that was a little more enthused. We'll get you to a legit... Good uh, morning, team. Sorry, I just got to turn this off. Okay, yes, we're live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. 
Twitter Live, and of course, our favorite and yours, Daily Motion. Ah, the good old Daily Motion. <laughs> I really love this new set. Wow, see. It's hard not to look at. Now I, uh, I took all my time. Instead of getting ready for the show, I don't know if you noticed there. By the way, of course, we're a podcast first. Sigida. We're a podcast first, which means we're, you know, available wherever you get your podcast and literally everywhere. Pandora, Audible, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcast, all of the places. But we record live Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. So you can take part of the recording and comment. Jen Grant is on the comments, even though her laptop is closed. Are you uh, on the comments today? Of course I am. I'll catch up right now. And also, uh, so if you're watching us live, there's a lead up. I put a timer. So I took all my time doing that this morning. You're very good. And here, but I love the new the wallpaper. I, I don't know the dark it's the dark motif. It's beautiful. Because we're both pasty white. White on white wasn't the best. You look healthy. I look sickly on white. I look gray. Gray in like a green hue. <laughs> I gotta figure out this mic thing. Anyway, so good morns. Finally watched the Golden Globes a day late. It was yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what I said yesterday. Oh, we'll watch. I don't want to see just... I mean, it's the same thing always. It's a bunch of drunk celebrities. But of course, it, they were doing it over Zoom. And uh, hosted by Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. Both were in uh, different opposite ends of the country. Yeah. I hadn't realized that was the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all right. I'd, I really... Realized I, I don't care jokes, much about it. The jokes, some of them, like I laughed out loud at. There was a couple that I thought were really yeah, funny. Yeah, they're great. But um, he, <laughs> Tina Fey had a joke where she said something like, uh, "The awards tonight, one of the most exciting one will be, you know, giving awards to shows like Columbo because that's what people have yeah. like dug deep. Like, yeah. like you finish all the stuff that's coming out." That's recent, and then. But the most popular stuff streaming is like Friends and. Right, and she said when she said Columbo, it was one of those like I did not expect it. I love jokes like that, because it's rare that it actually gets me. Yeah. You know, because you can see it coming, or you're desensitized as a comedian. Oh my god, I laughed harder than that. We are ruined as comedians. I know. Like we'll watch, we'll go to the movies and watch a funny movie. I know. And the the whole theater's laughing, and we're just staring at the screen. I know I feel bad for people who come to a comedy show with me because they're laughing and then they kind of stop laughing because I'm not laughing. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, and people think we're upset or something. It's just comedians laugh different. Ron Jossel said one time, he goes, a comedian laughs like this. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And it's true. We are ruined. But I like uh, Ricky Gervais hosting those, especially when the celebrities are there because he just goes all out. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they're, they're great. great. Amy Poehler and, and Tina Fey, they're awesome. It's just he set a bar where you just kind it's of true. insult everyone. So when they don't do that, you're like, oh, it comes across as a PG. 
It's and of true. course, the first award, it's on Zoom in quintessential 2020. The the one thing that happens. The audio or, doesn't work. Yeah. You're on mute. <laughs> and uh, he said, well, the, the guy that won, he said, uh, they did me dirty or something. Like, that's how he started his speech. They did me dirty. They did, but you could, you know his mute was just off, like on. Oh, yeah. Because they have to mute everyone, I'm sure, during the thing. Anyway, it was all, it was all right. There's nothing exciting to report. I really skimmed quickly. Yeah. I was doing my workout. Anyway, that's it. That's the show. It just felt like a little boring. Like the jokes didn't get as good of a reaction because... Yeah. And you do watch to see like the celebrities drinking. Because mm-hmm. the Golden Globes is like known for... They're all drunk. Right. And so you kind of look at the audience. It's It seems like a tough room. Well, I've heard Ricky Gervais talk about it. It's a really hard room to play as a comic you're really playing to the audience at home because the whole room is not listening <laughs> like when you start the it monologue it doesn't look like that well it does when you watch it live when it's full of celebrities like last year and before all of the other years because this year it was first responders that were vaccinated that were in the audience and they're all socially distant so very tame audience but usually you know, people are still walking around because it's live, right? It's mm-hmm. it's a live broadcast. So when by the time it starts, people are still standing, walking, running around. They've got drinks in there, a few drinks deep. And so when the monologues start, you can't wait like for the audience to, mm-hmm. you know, in a comedy club or when you host a, or, or do a, um, like it's when simple. we did the Sunday funnies at the pump. You know, if it's a rowdy room and people are still getting drinks, you well, we'll wait 10 minutes and start. But you can't do that. On TV, so you start, mm-hmm. and so he said, "Often you're just, like no one's listening in the room, and you're just kind of in, you're insulting people that aren't listening." Ugh. Any hoozle. And that's hard too because if you're playing for the uh, TV audience, oh my gosh, you don't know if people are enjoying it in their living rooms. Yeah. I actually got asked today because I stopped by the Lowdown. Lowdown is the community newspaper that the local newspaper here that Julian writes for. Mm-hmm. And I was chatting with them there and they're like, how is comedy right now? And like, what's it? People are so intrigued with doing comedy on Zoom. They're like, oh, it must be terrible because you get no reaction from people. I love it now. That's weird, eh? Well, like I, I love, I, would, I love that you don't have to leave the house. I, I'll, I'll just do it. I'll do more, like as forever? long. Well, not forever, but as long. We've still got a, a few months of Zoom shows. Oh yeah, maybe like the year, Probably end of the year, the year yeah. f- for corporate gigs, especially maybe even beyond. Yeah, I'm, I'm all, I'm all in. You're at home. Money's good. I mean, whatever. I know, and the 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 reason Crimea River, like what the hell? We go. The reason that it works is because we know we have good instincts at this point because we've been doing long enough. I was trying to explain to them that you couldn't be like I could not do this as a new comic. Yes, that's true. We're exceptional comedians, so no, but it it does you it does require a skill set. Yeah, if I was five years in, I I don't know that I would like these shows. But because um, you're still really learning what's working, and you're you're developing your skills and instincts. But I love them. Like now, I know. Yeah. Think about it. You go, <laughs> you Aww, go in cute. the closet, you talk, and then you get a wire transfer in your account for money a few days later. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, it's pretty great. It's awesome. Remember we did that one where it was like 15 minutes. Yes. 
And then, so like we took turns, like we're just in the living room watching a show. Yeah, like you were on, by the time you got on, you were on second. I got got out of my suit, made a fire in the fireplace, started making dinner. (laughs) You you walk out, it's all, I love it. I actually love it. How about the one where uh, you you were really uh, frustrating me because we did a show together, a Zoom show. And then, so you did your set, whatever, and then it was my turn. So what do you do? You sit directly in my eye line, right past the camera, and you're on your phone, and I can see you scrolling, and I'm like this. Snapping your fingers. I'm like in the middle of a joke going. And I'm not moving. I'm just looking at you trying to get your attention being like, what? I know. Like I was mad. I was the one that was mad. Unreal. Yeah. And I'm trying to also have the focus of I'm telling a joke with all of my might right now and energy and enthusiasm. Meanwhile, I'm like, get out of my way. Cause like it's it's just I don't know. It's it's already weird to do Zoom and I and I do enjoy it too, but it is weird. I mean you still have to acknowledge that it's a little weird. It's and definitely then, weird. And then like even when you do live shows and there's someone in the audience that you know, for instance. It's, yeah. It just throws you off. You're just like, like my, you know, I don't know, say it'll be like your coworker or your cousin or your sister wants to come in and sit in the front row and you're right there. No, no. Yeah. I'm not selling my material like you don't know me right to your face while you're right in the yeah. front. Nah, nah, nah. The, um, and uh, did we talk about this before on the show? Because I've been talking about it so much recently, I don't know if it's on the show. The types we did, like with an audience, whether you can see them, some you can hear them, others where it's just comments and you can't hear them or see them. Maybe a little bit, but you, I think it's totally fine. Like we didn't do it so much, you couldn't talk about it now. Well, we did. I did three kinds. Uh, one where everybody's unmuted and all the videos and everybody's. Uh, another others where just a few people were unmuted where you either had a sound tech muting and unmuting people based on background noise, and one where you're completely blind, no videos, everybody's cameras and mics are off. And on paper, you'd think you'd like the response, but I prefer, and you you got me onto this way first, doing it without mm-hmm. any video or sound. So you're literally just staring at a camera, doing your act, mm-hmm. and you see comments scroll scroll by, That's LOL. Uh, you know, laughing, laughing emojis. emojis. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. Because when I've had some with the mics on, or even when they tell people, okay, you can unmute your mic, not everybody's comfortable to do so. And there's like 180 people watching, and you do a bit and you just hear, ha! It's like, oh, geez, I am know. I bombing? But without any sound, you're like, you know what? The LOLs and comments are fine. The other thing that happens is you'll get a good reaction to a joke or like a normal one, not, uh, some reaction basically, uh, to your first and second joke. And then the people who were uh, unmuted decide to mute all of a sudden. And then you don't I get know. the reaction. Then you're like, what happened? well, yeah. Like, wh- and then you're in your head, basically. You can't just ride a wave. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's a you know whole new thing. You know what's going to happen is after the pandemic, when we get back to regular life with audiences, we're going to be bask in that energy, in that those huge waves of laughs. Because mm-hmm. even pandemic comedy, I mean, I say I love it. I love doing Zoom because I'm glad to work and it's fun and it's still, you know, 
but the reaction sucks. Like, I haven't felt good after a set since March 2020. Yep. Like, I've done multiple. And TV stuff, where they force it because they have government money, these grants, so they have to have the tapings, either without any audience or with a small audience. And they say it'll look good when it comes out. It doesn't. I just, my, my Quebec one came out. It's awful. It looks like we're, everyone's bombing. Mm-hmm. I'm hosting this thing, Très du Mot for Comédie, huh? And they, they, in Quebec City, great festival, great people. And they had these tapings done or, or scheduled. And usually it's a 250-seat theater packed in there. The oldest theater in North America, actually. Petit Champlain. And it's usually great. So they couldn't. So last year they had, I don't know, 30 or 40 people in there spread out. And that comes across on tape. I'm, I come out to host to do 12 minutes or whatever off the top. And I just watched it. And, and, and I remember in my head thinking, this I had a lot of fun doing it. Because the reaction is there. You know, you're, People are laughing. But it doesn't come across on tape. So I'm like, oh my God, it looks like I'm bombing. And then I bring out the first comic. He d- like they should have edited, like sweetened up the, the sound a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. First comic comes out. He does his opening uh, punchline. Literally, the reaction was this. He does the punchline. You hear... <coughs> Like the quintessential, uh, oh, that's awful. <laughs> cough. Anyway, uh, so it's well so been cricket. All that to say, post pandemic. Yeah, actually, that's what uh, I told Julian Trambley about that because he was on that show, but he he he's been put on another episode. And when we worked together on, on Friday, I told him that he goes, "Did they not have a cricket in the room? They could have yeah. used." But. Uh, because you're doing these things because you have to and it's like we're all in this together and the audience is like in it and they're happy and the festival is so thankful we're doing it anyway they're like we know this is hard but then it comes out and it's shit yeah like what's the point it's really shit and and also the material is not practiced or, or rehearsed i mean you i've that set i had done only a, six or seven times the week before usually I'd do it 50 anyway that's a an old uh, horse that's been dead long, long dead that I'm beating. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so all that to say, when this is over and we have packed clubs and theaters and, and oh my God, it's going to be like, we're going to, this is like, this is kind of like training for a marathon with uh, weighted, uh, like weights, ankle weights. Mm-hmm. And then when the real thing comes, we're going to be like, oh yeah, this is what it was like. Because now if you do a 15 minute set or a half hour set, or an hour set, you need an hour of material. Whereas if you do it regularly, so you, you, you need, I don't know, 45 minutes of material. And yeah. it stretches it with the laughs. Now, so you, it's like we're training with the weighted vest. Same analogy, just different <laughs> weighted thing. I wonder what it's going to be like uh, this week. Like tomorrow night is our first show, right? Yes. Oh, so, yeah, you're doing that one. Absolute comedy this week for people in the Ottawa area. 50, 50 tickets per show sold. Wednesday to Sunday, 8 mm-hmm. p.m. Mm-hmm. Look at this guy. So cute. And then we're doing uh, shows after that at Yuck Yucks, and that's invitation only, right? Guest list. Yeah. So if anybody's interested, message us. If there's any tickets left, we could maybe hook you up. Yeah. That's on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. Did you get the new lineups? I didn't get I didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, I, I never got that. I think yours stays the same. It's just me that's different. You're moved to the Tuesday? Yeah. But I'm going to go, I'll go in on Monday anyway. Those are Just for Laughs 
tapings for Just for Laughs Radio. Gordy, lie down. Do yeah. something. You're stressing me out. Come on, lie down. Lie down. Okay. Sorry. Went that's to, really uh, lame to do that on a podcast. Went to the dentist yesterday as as I go every three months for my cleaning. I go every three months for cleaning and every once a year the dentist comes in for 90 seconds and it's triple the price. <laughs> Literally every three months it's 104 bucks for cleaning. Then once a year the dentist comes in Looks in my mouth, goes, yeah, you got good teeth. And that's 390. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, but, uh, and they told me yesterday I might have to have a skin graft. Oh, might. I thought you no, would well, have to. No, well, because I, I didn't see the dentist, just the hygienist, who's, who's a great, he's great. You've had them had him before. I guess. Alexander. Yeah, yeah. He The first time we went. Like, okay. When Marty, God rest his soul, was staying here. Yeah. He's the guy that. He's so good, this dental hygienist. He's this uh, Latino <laughs> guy. And he's like very, very thorough. He's the one that like massages my gums and I'm like, it's so intimate. He's in oh my, my mouth God. and I'm like, ah, ah. And, and it feels good? Oh, so good. He's like, oh, good gums. Real good gums. Ah, ASMR and a massage at the same time. I know. That would be weird if he just whispered in my ear, good gums. <laughs> good gums. And then the rubber gloves and my... Apologies if you're listening to this with headphones. But anyway, yeah, because I've got these two teeth. The front, like my teeth are pretty perfect, except these two teeth on the bottom. The gum line has receded a bit. It's been like that for like 15 years. But I guess uh, it just little by little goes down. It mm-hmm. all, you know what started that? That's so stupid. Skull chewing tobacco you put there. It's so dumb. It's literally fiberglass. Like it's garbage. You put. And when I was like working at the nursing home, I was literally 17 years old. We'd put like chewing tobacco there and spit in a thing. Did you like it or did you just do it? I gave you a little head rush, and it was a very short-lived period thing we did and a trend. And but we do that and that I remember. Imagine you got addicted to that. I remember noticing at the time like. It would irritate my bottom gum, like on my front, and I was it it receded a bit from that, and um, then just over the years, once it starts, it just little by. So they tell me I have to have a skin graft, which, and he goes he goes like this he goes we do, uh, he goes I'm, you should probably do it sooner than later. He goes it could be good for another couple of years, but I would just get it done if I were you, and he explains to me he goes you can do one of two things. They either take some skin from the roof of your mouth and like build you a new new gum. Oh, fuck, I'm weak just thinking about it. I should just man I like who cares? My Didn't sister did it. Yeah, yeah, my sister Gabrielle did it when she was in high school for her because her gums on her bottom teeth were thin and she was getting braces so they just like reinforce the gum. So they, he goes we can do one of two things take uh, skin from your roof of your mouth and build the gum or use uh, gums from a donor and build the gum. I'm like no take it from my own mouth. I don't want gums from gums a donor. Gums from a donor. Like an organ is different, but just gums. I feel like that's just like to avoid I uh, No, use my own mouth. I don't know. Do you cuz I remember going to the dentist about 5 years ago and I had told him that my teeth were sensitive you know when you yeah you know when you swish with cold water or take a big drink of really cold water if you let it go all over your teeth it can be really sensitive and so he's like oh that's because there's just like a slight receding of your gums um on on one of the sides 
And I was like, oh, no. And then he said the possibility of that, too. But then he said, if you want to avoid that, at least for now, get some of that pro relief, Colgate pro relief toothpaste and rub it on there. Yeah, so but, why don't you just do that? No, but for, no, it's not sensitive at all. It's not a sensitivity well, what is issue. It for, then? Well, just because then you don't have any gums and your tooth can fall out. Like, oh, it's like pretty lo- like, oh, OK, it's pretty lo- like it's it receded by like four or five millimeters or something like that. Just mm. on the one tooth. You said it's not a big deal. It's discomfort and like a little pain for like a week. But I decided I'm going to try with meditation <laughs> to fix it. Do it. Try it. I mean, uh, okay, this Take book. Take pictures of it. This book. So you can see some progress. The premise of this book, beca- okay, all the animals are here now. Farley, Nugget, uh, They're and so Gordy. excited. The premise of this book, Becoming Supernatural, is that in the quantum field, there's endless possibilities for anything, like literally anything. People have healed themselves. Uh, uh, they've decimated tumors. They've they've healed themselves from chronic conditions with a lot of heavy, mental heavy lifting. It's not easy. It's not like you just go, I want new gums, and then it shows up. You have to like radically change your thinking. So I'm going to try it. Because based on the theory of this book, I should be able to. Watch, I come back in six months. Anyways, guys, uh, <laughs> so, I, so I meditated and it was... <laughs> Either that or it's just going to be like, do you have any teeth left? There's like too much gum. Yeah, all gum. I'm going to try it. Because it, it worries me a little bit, this thing, this procedure. Uh, and then he goes, and your wisdom teeth to uh, start thinking of... Uh, removing those maybe he goes do they bother you at all i go not at all like zero he goes well what can happen is there's this little space behind this little pocket and food can get in there i was like is there any food he's like no i didn't see any i'm like well should be fine he's like well and i go and 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 i go at this stage in my life they're really fused there goes oh yeah i know it's a full surgery like to get them out he goes if you do it between like 16 and 25 it's just like sh- sh- local anesthetic with a with a needle, and they do it right there at the dentist. It's just yank them out. But at this 30 and above, they're fused to your skull, so you is, actually have surgery. Is there any percentage of a chance that you don't have to get that done? He said, yeah, he said, he said I've, I've, I think you'll probably have to, but let's just keep an eye out. Like, Meditate if, on that too. Yeah, I am. I'm, but I'm really going to try to rebuild my gums with meditation. I know that sounds insane take pictures and see if there's any progress after like a month or whatever <sighs> anyway or i should just like because it's a, it's it's kind of like when we like we drive rather than fly like driving to new brunswick you're, you're like trading off time for insane anxiety well, we also have to take the dog yeah nowadays what's wrong nothing i just uh do we have comments or uh, we'll check later, I guess. Um, the uh, I thought I'd heard I thought I'd heard a notification. That's why. Um, <laughs> oh, that's dog. that's probably what it was. The it, it's kind of like how we drive and how we uh, instead of flying, like you're trading, Gordy, <laughs> <laughs> like we're trading off time for severe anxiety. Yeah, do you, you know pet I mean? him because I have to do the comments. Yeah. We're pet. We're we're trading off time for anxiety, like. Like we'll drive eleven and a half hours to New Brunswick, no anxiety, or you could fly for one out in one hour, but severe anxiety for an hour. Mm-hmm. But then you're there. True. It's like an, 
So this is kind of like the same thing. I could meditate for months or whatever, how long it takes to rebuild the gum while med- meditating. And, uh, or, or I could just get it done and it's in a week it's all over and I have new gums from it's probably pretty somebody's like, butt cheek. Somebody's butt cheek. It's probably pretty common, right? Yeah. Yeah, like not a big deal. I'm just a softy when it comes no, to that I don't stuff. Blame you. I'm just like, uh, I want to avoid it, but I also don't want my anything to, ha- to happen. Oh, Gordy, careful. That leg. I don't know if this is the best idea to have all these animals in the studio. Maybe not. Usually they're like, don't eat food in the studio. We're like, bring all the pets and the liquids. <laughs> and the liquids. <laughs> anyway, so we'll see what uh, what ends up happening. What ends up happening? What 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 ends up? No, I said that right. Sometimes in my brain. With your wisdom teeth? Yeah. And, my, and your gums? Yeah. Because look, they're perfectly fine. It's just the little two teeth. Don't do chewing talk. Tobacco? Yeah. It's, it's just the two front. The stupid things you do when you're a kid, The two eh? front bottom Ugh. teeth. It's a little receded. When you're a teenager, you're such an idiot. I know. Just to be accepted. Ugh. The stupid, and it's so stupid gross. shit. You're just spitting in this Ew. Aquafina bottle, this brown liquid with these Aquafina. little... Aquafina. Obviously, that's exactly what you did. Yes, it was the best ones because they're firm and the... So gross. And it reeks. And it's probably not even enjoyable. I never understood why people even smoked cigars. Just I don't get a head get rush. That. That's bad for you well, too. Even though because you don't inhale it, apparently it's not bad for you, but it is. It, oh yeah, it is. But but the uh, chewing tobacco is a big time head rush. You get an insane amount of nicotine like right on your gums. Oh, why is that? I cringe thinking so I can't gross. believe I did that. It's so weird. The things, eh? Yeah. It's like you're you think, oh, I you know, I'm at an age where no one's watching me. I can start doing stuff and really experiment. It's like you're such a you're like an overgrown toddler at that age. You're just trying everything. Toddlers put everything in their mouth because they just want to see what everything's Uh, like. It's like a next stage of like being a toddler, basically, when you're a teenager. Oh, teenagers, yuck. I just got weak. Yuck, and I mean that about me, too, when I was a teenager. Oh, yeah. I thought I was just the best. (laughs) I just thought I was perfect. Mm. Everything was so. Im- you want to know my? Everybody wants my opinion about everything because well, I'm just so smart. Teenagers, and then it's even worse in your early twenties because what happens in your early twenties, you grow out of the teen years and you hear a couple like yeah, you hear a couple like philosophy theories or something for the first time, which other people have heard a million times, but you hear it for the first time and you're like, nobody else knows this, and then you start telling people it's at parties so and true. stuff. You don't even understand, man. And, and it, when I think back when I was 20, 19, 20, 21, you hear these ideas, like these notions that you've never heard before. And yeah. again, that adults have heard a thousand times and you're like, this is, I'm the only one that knows this. I can't wait to share it with the world. I, uh, I and cringe. I'm, sh- I'm sure I did that with like well-meaning, super nice, supportive aunts and uncles who have lived a whole life. Yeah. And I'm probably like, well, here's the deal about yeah. life. This is and, what you don't get. Like, you don't. And they're being so nice and supportive. Probably like, oh, but they're like, what a twit. You're she like, this nothing. is genius. So I'm a ge- I remember one time someone pointed out the fact that, uh, when you say something's genius or that's brilliant, oh my God, that's genius. 
it's a narcissistic thing to say. Mm. Because what you're saying is, oh my God, that's genius. You're like, I almost didn't get it, but I just did. And I'm really smart. Just <laughs> And because I almost didn't get it, I was like, I don't get it. And then I just got it. It was hard for me to get, but I just got it. So that's genius. So I'm genius because I got it. My 21-year-old self is, a ge- I'm a genius. Oh my God. Yeah, I was like a conspiracy theorist. I just like... Yeah, I, I would hear someone say something and I'm like, that, that's life. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's really funny. So funny. So funny. Uh, is he whining? Yeah, why? He gets up now to eat in the mornings ridiculously early. He's, is there he's any trained chance us. he has to go out? No. Well, maybe, but How no. How long has it been? He can wait. Okay, one second. I'm just sorry to bother you. One second. Gordy, come here. On your bed. Let's do this. Gordy. <laughs> I, have to, I have to do mine. This means business voice. Gordy. Gordy. I'll, I'll turn off the mic. Don't worry. On your bed. On your bed. Are you guys intimidated by me? <laughs> This is the show, everybody. Remember yeah. when this was a comedy show? Mm. We're human. Sorry. Nuggy's doing this now. His head like totally turned to the back. All right. <laughs> <sighs> oh, shit. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All news in the headlines from Jen Grant. <laughs> Here's your daily dose for Tuesday, March. I was going to say six. Jeez, calm down, Jen. Second, and that's 2021. In case anyone's lost track. <laughs> So the uh, Canada's National Advisory Committee on Immunization. Yeah, that's a oh, thing. God. There's committees of everything. Committees of on immunization. Okay. It's not recommending the use of the AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine in people over 65. What's the point of that vaccine? I don't know. Isn't 66% effective. Jo- Johnson & Johnson one. Oh, yeah. Whoops. But... Sorry. Yeah. Why are why am I apologizing? Why why can Apo- I not? No, apology accepted. Why can I not make the noise but then Just the sound ignore, machine ignore can? it. Ah. Plow But they say it's because there's not there's not enough evidence of its efficacy in the age group of 65 and older. The it's funny, I I was talking to some someone today about how even though Johnson and Johnson's sixty six percent effective, he he this this man said, give the older people that really need the vaccine, the eighty five, ninety and ninety plus, like the Pfizer and the Moderna one, and give the younger, healthier people the this one, mm-hmm. the Johnson and Johnson. We'll see. 
Sure. I mean, if there's nothing else available. Yeah. But anyway. So I just thought I'd talk about that a little. Uh, not to say that the AstraZeneca wouldn't work on them. There's just not a, a lot of evidence about this age group. So it's good to know for people who are 65 and older or people in your family who are. This is uh, a little hopeful thing, is that we're going to have a mild spring, they predict. Okay. Isn't that great? Yeah. So with some still winter happening... Puxatani Phil or whatever, didn't, didn't that already happen? Yeah, but now meteorologists... So now scientists are like chiming human, in. A human being right. with, that went to school for it is Got also going to put his his little uh, two cents there. His or her. <laughs> oh my God, I know. What are we? Anyway, I just thought that was good news because it's been we've been inside so much. So uh, I like to share a little good news, something for people to look forward to. But they're, of course, I love how they announce it like it's this big news. They're like, they predict March will bring extended tastes of early spring to Ontario and Quebec. But mid-spring, there's going to be colder weather before the warm water. You mean weather sets in. It's like, uh, you mean every year in Canada? Why is the weather ever news? I know. Like the other day, uh, temperatures across Canada drop. That's win- winter. Literally, that's what I happens know. in know. winter. Temperatures across the, the great land drop. I know. Are you repositioning? Anyways, uh, <laughs> Quebec reports <laughs> the uh, lowest number in, in months with 613 new COVID-19 cases. So that's encouraging, too. Look, I'm leading with some really Quebec, positive Quebec, 619 news. cases? Yeah. And, oh, and, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is good. Uh, here's something that's a little concerning messaging apps that we all use, right? Mm-hmm. We all use those may not be as private as you think. Yeah. Careful. Cause data, um, uh, these messaging, these messaging apps, the data that they take from it include location data, content of your conversations, and even banking info. Oh. So be careful. For instance, where'd you get this new story? Uh, major mainstream news. No, no, I believe it. I was just curious. I wanted... CTV. Hmm. And um, they used an example of WhatsApp. Um, I thought that one was like safe, like encrypted. And, well, and... it says here that India, that like much of the population has completely uh, boycotted it because of that, the scare of that. And now they're using something called Telegram app. Have you heard of that? I have not. That's a new one that people are using. Another one that a lot of people are using You mispronounced is, TikTok. Is Discord. Yes. All of it seems like all of the social media apps do have a messaging component, yep. right? Does TikTok as well? I think so. Can you know. message on TikTok? Probably. Says the uh old fuddy duddies from the couch. Um no, nothing. No, well, thank you. That seems like appropriate for Fuddy Duddy. And they also uh, are saying that a lot of people are looking to social audio apps like Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces. I've never heard of this. Thinking it's secure because of the voice, but they are using transcripts to mine that data too. It's like, how are they... Da- like, you know when you saw that, that documentary, what's that one called? Where it's about um, how terrible the yeah, social media is? Um I don't remember. Dilemma, social dilemma. Social dilemma, yeah. 
And there's just all those memory, like, what do you call them? Those things. Foam. Huh? Memory foam. No, no, no. Those memory banks of all the data. It's like, this is junk. It's just like garbage. Yeah. Like, why are we, it's like we're, it's like society's like one big um, hoarder. Gar- actual little gar- literal garbage and now it's like actual like content garbage actually no <laughs> that's annoying yeah. though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like why are we saving Society. all this stupid shit data like anyway like do i really need a cloud for what i never needed a cl- no one needed a freaking cloud before no but we're really my cloud is full of shit. Oh. <laughs> I just picture like a cloud full of sh- like someone used like some cotton balls to wipe. Well, you can use That's the, the word I shit have. in lots of different meanings, eh? Contexts. Yeah. No, I but know. Mike, I don't need a cloud. Okay, that that having my cloud is the the equivalent of uh, overstuffing my basement with a bunch of boxes of stuff from my university. I I have. Rubbermaids filled with university stuff, like essays I wrote. Like, how much time am I ever going to have in my life where I'm like, you know what? I have like such a zero amount of things to do right now that I'm going to go dig into that Rubbermaid (laughs) from my university days and read an old essay. That's funny. Is that a bit? No. Should it be? Sure. Guys, my cloud is full of shit. (laughs) No, but who needs a cloud? Seriously. I'm canceling my cloud. The Mojave Desert. So stupid. Oh, anyway, you know how we had to <laughs> you know how we had to have a uh, government sanctioned well that they're saying that you have to stay in a hotel after you come into the country for three yes. days and it costs anywhere from 1000 to 2000 people. Yeah. Uh, 1000 to 2000 people. <laughs> Wow, that's expensive. <laughs> that, uh, two, one thousand to two thousand dollars, depending on the hotel. So, like, but it's still pricey enough. And I guess apparently that includes like food and bottled water and stuff like that. And you have to do that for at least three days. Anyways, many people are complaining about how bad the customer service is in these hotels. Like, they're not getting their food. They're calling down for it. Like, there's tons of complaints. The food is cold. It's not hot. They can't get enough bottled water. The front desk is saying, oh, well, we can only give so many bottled waters out, so you're going to have to drink from the tap. Like, this is what we're worried about. Yeah. So lame. Lame. Here's another Here's another good news story. Uh, you talked about the Golden Glows off the top a little bit. And um, Schitt's Creek did very well. Mm-hmm. Not quite the sweep it had at the Emmys, Oops. but they oh. did very, very well. The, uh, they got the winner of the best comedy or musical TV um, series. And I don't know if you saw Dan Levy's, because we watched it separate times. Uh, did you see Dan Levy's acceptance speech? No. It was excellent. If you, like, it was so succinct. And it was interesting because... Was it about climate change and coming together as one human race instead of uh, seeing... No, that was Mark Ruffalo. Oh, I knew... 
I didn't. I, they, there's always someone that. Well, does. I mean, not the gender thing, but he was talking about Mother Nature and what's going mm. on right now and how we all have to come together. And it's true. I mean, I don't begrudge celebrities for doing that because they have an opportunity to be heard. And if they can use that window of time to spread a positive message, mm-hmm. like Dan Levy's message was more about inclusive, inclusivity. How do you say that? Inclusivity. Franco teaching Anglo. Franco teach it. Whoops. Oh, okay. You need to be banned from that machine now. <laughs> There's no And banning. also, it's not a language thing. It's like I'm messing up a pronunciation thing. And I'm correcting you, so that is a language thing. Yeah. I'm French. You're English. Ugh. You should know that. But oh. instead, it's a Franco teaching Anglo moment. And isn't it ironic that it's not making me want to be inclusive with you? Hmm. This attitude. Ironic because we're talking about inclusivity. Yeah. <gasps> You're something else. Anyway. So, but his speech was excellent. And I really noticed how good his speech was because almost right before that, Jason Sudeikis had a really bad acceptance speech. Really? Like it was weird. It was like, like he was even getting heckled by his fellow nominees because that one of the, I forget who it was, but one of the nominees was like this. Okay. Like that's one good thing about having people on Zoom because you can see all five of them and they're like, they really have to hold that like, I'm happy for you face. Because if it's just shots that the cameraman is taking once in a while, you know because the camera's in your face. But when you're on Zoom, you, the camera's on you the whole time, and you don't know when anyone's going to come. So they're all, they're all like this. <laughs> yeah, and they left them up the whole time. Like usually, you don't see a camera on the nominee, the other nominees during the full ex- acceptance yeah. speech. Yeah. And uh, Catherine O'Hara did a joke that bombed. It did. She had her. Yeah. It her totally husband bummed. play play her off and it looked like he was just doing that like her reaction maybe she's such a good actor that it looked like she was like no what are you doing and then it was yeah. like it looked real but yeah it was obviously her you, idea the audio was so bad you couldn't tell what it was on the phone yeah. either it just seemed like he was being in annoying. case you missed it she won an award and then for her acceptance speech her husband was sitting next to her on the couch and started playing her off with like the the orchestra that usually yeah does but it. she didn't do a good sell like she looked too irritated she looked like like she it really caught her off guard it was there was no no comical acting to it it was like what what are you doing what no Stop. yeah it was i like, know like and it's kind of ironic because she had just won for best actress of a tv music well she or act, comedy series acted too well or too serious. Well, it was a com- yeah, exactly, but oh, it was good, for a right. comedy series. Got it. I missed that. Sorry. Oof. You're feisty right now. Really? Not no, even I'm close. Oh my, close. See, see, I do that now. Yeah. I've, I've always done that on mic. Uh, old episodes of the podcast, which, by the way, is uh, it's going to be seven years old in September. Mm. I do that. I add a D or, or a T at the end. Mm. There's something else I was going to say about that, though. That I know, uh, and I know a thing or two oh. about having your partner bomb next to you on the couch. What are you talking about? What are you even talking about? Catherine O'Hara's acceptance speech. Oh God, <laughs> those are really good jokes when you have to explain them. Anyways, well, if you're paying attention, I am. Well, remember we just now, talked about anyway, that, and I so said, and Jason, I know a thing uh, or two about your having your partner yeah. bomb while sitting next to you on the couch. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so Jason Sudeikis, I think he didn't expect to win. And it was like, you know, there's something about that, like you win and then you actually have to walk up. So you have like a beat to be like, 
okay, I'm about to do this speech. I get your shit together. And like they're performers. So like, you know, you can, you have like a minute to be like, okay, holy shit, this actually happened. You're about to do a speech in front of all these people. Come on, get in that space you need to be in. Instead, he's sitting in his office in a hoodie and he's like, is this on? Do I go now? It's like so anticlimactic. And then he's like, oh, shit. Uh. And then like it was so weird and like casual. And somebody's like, OK, wrap it up. Like one of his fellow nominees. And then he's tried to do this analogy that like it, it was really pulling at like grasping at straws. And I was just like, oh, this is really like awkward you to watch. Up your analogy while criticizing his analogy. Pick, pick, pick. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just so, trying to light it, lighten it, and lighten it up. What, that's light. What, uh, what do you mean? What am I saying? That's so heavy. I like the people that go up and just say, thank you. Just walk off. Yeah, I could see you doing that. Well, I tell myself I would like to do that, but I probably would go up there and I'd be like, oh my God, I'd like to thank my agents, the uh, Hollywood Foreign Press Association. I'd like to also thank... Nuggie. Um, another thing that was really st- stood out to me was, I don't know if you saw Norman Lear's. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. He's 99 or 98. How did, how did that, how did not everybody make such a fuss about that? The well, guy looks so good. I can't believe it. 98 and, and uh, so articulate. I think cause you could see Jason Sudeikis on that shot too, when he was talking and, uh, Norman Lear said at almost 99 and he was like. You saw his face. Like, he didn't even realize he was... Yeah, he looks like he's 87. Mm-hmm. Maybe even less. 54? Maybe like 80 or like Yeah, and he's knocking late on 70s. 100. Yeah. Well, no. I don't know about late 70s. He he's... looked pretty good. Yeah. I was, I was like, what is even happening right now? Like, because when they first... They were giving him an award that was a Carol Burnett something award. And... And they were t- talking about his credits and everything when he started. And, and when he started, I was like, well, obviously this is given to a, an award to someone who's already passed. Like, there's no way this guy's still alive. Oh, you didn't know he was still alive? I knew he was still alive. I didn't know he was. But he's really wrinkly. But when they start talking about his credits. Yeah. Like, it, it's so it's long, so long ago. ago. Like, insane. Anyway, I was so impressed with that guy. And when you hear him talk, it's I like. Know. He's so with it, like so with it. Yep. So anyway, that really blew me away and I was inspiring. And he, you know what else he said in it? He said, I really think that laughing make, keeps you young. Mm. Ah. And he works in comedy and he has his whole life. Mm-hmm. And it was such a nice, like, here's Jason Sudeikis, who's in his 40s, going uh, <laughs> in a hoodie. And this guy's got this, like, super stylish, nice, like, outfit on with a hat and, like, is on point with his with his acceptance speech. Yeah. And so articulate. And he's, like, 50-some years older than Jason Sudeikis. I thought you were going to say he's 50-something. I'm like, okay, now you're... <laughs> it's like... Yeah. He looks like he's 40. No, but it's really, he was, he blew me away. I was very impressed with him. And that's your daily dose for today. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I have to save it. Yeah. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to coast. All the news and the headlines from Jim Graham.
What's wrong with us? What's wrong with you? Okay. Well, this is fun. Yeah. I'm exceptionally tired. Oh, wow. Okay. Like exceptionally. Like, did it just hit you? No, the whole time. <laughs> okay, well, now that makes sense. Because I, I should have gotten a lot better reaction from you. From when? Uh, the whole no, time. that's not true. Really, no. <laughs> Let me uh, tell you this, dear viewer. Dear listener, deal buddy, old pal. Deal? Deal buddy, old pal? This episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is brought to you once again. Always and until the end of the month by gringosblazingsauces.com. Go there now. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for the best small batch hot sauces and salsas, charcuterie jellies, grilling and barbecue sauces that you will ever throw down your gullet. Couldn't think of an adjective. Give me an adjective. Down, Yellow? Down your... Uh I've said wet, I've said narrow, I've said stupid, oval, hmm. slithery, down your slithery gullet. Why does it have to be gullet, too? I don't know. Down your healthy esophagus. <laughs> Gringosblazingsauces.com. <laughs> Is that the comedian in you? Down okay. your healthy esophagus. It's all positive vibes. I was just trying to get descriptive. No, oh, I know. Something different. Uh, GringosBlazingSauces.com Chef don't Chef owned Chef I just said it again Weird What's going on with you? You're tired Oh my god Chef owned and operated So you get nothing but the best Hand selected Freshest ingredients You can taste the passion In each bottle GringosBlazingSauces.com They're based out of Ottawa And they ship all over North America And if you live in Canada And order over $40 You get free shipping on that bad boy On top of that Listeners of this program Get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. JD5 gets you 5% off. Gringosblazingsauces.com But what am I going to do without any Venus rising when he's done? Yeah. So. Well, we hadn't said that. I just said that our contract's over. but uh, Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're just done with that sauce, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant to no. say. I don't think it's a secret. Anyway, we'll talk about it another day. But uh, go to gringosblazingsauces.com, ladies and gentlemen. I have like this extraordinary ability to be a dink. <laughs> but you're a cute dink, so. All right. Sitting to my left, your right, there she is, she's alright, she's fine, she's yours and mine, my dink, <laughs> my cute, cute dink, she's Jenny. I think all we right. should change that nickname, because you can't have two dinks, you already have a dink between your legs, you got a dink, you've got a dink, it's a dink, 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 dink. You know... There's power couples and there's dink couples. We're a dink couple. Dink left, dink right. Which one's which? It depends which uh, side site, site you're looking from. <laughs> Does your dink hang low? Does it wobble to the fro? Does it hang to the right? Yeah. Does it hang to the right? Dink. I meant left and then right. But it's Thanks so for fast. joining us, dinks. Mondays through 
Thursday, Mondays through Fridays. I was going to say Wednesday, then Thursday. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. a tired dink. That's the thing. Dinks come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> they come tired. They come energetic. Most days no one they're wants the tired irritated one. or frantic. Yes, they come sad, hyper, happy, mad. Dinks all around us. Dinks in front of you, dinks behind us. Dinks, we're dinks, both of us, fat dinks. Skinny dinks. Ah, fat dinks. (laughs) (laughs) No one wants a tired dink. You said tired. No one wants a tired dink. There's a pill for that. You need to do something about that. No girl says, how was it last night? And she says, it was amazing. His dink was so tired. It was just so exhausted and needed a nap. It's over. Cute Dink's out. Also, Dink can also be a double income, no kid, which we are Dinks. Oh, yeah. We're huge Dinks. (laughs) That was... Can I just say that that was my favorite duel... My favorite song with the two of us. that was fun. That was really good. Let's see if we... uh, No, no, no. We can't. We need to leave it on high note. Leave it on... Okay. All right. Don't even try. There's no way anything's gonna top the uh-huh, dink song. Well, how, okay. Not nothing's gonna top the dink song. All right. That was fantastic. That could be a single released on the radio. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! See, and that one we didn't think because you just said sometimes I can be a dink, and then I said cute dink, and the music started, and we yeah, went with it. If you think too much, we've learned you cannot. Like yesterday, I planned it. I'm like, I'm gonna. Sing about <laughs> dreams, and it's easy because yeah. it could be anything. And then I was like, "Dreams! I had a dream. <laughs> I was in an airplane, and it went in the ocean." I'm like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. so if you've learned anything from today's show, is just go off your instincts. Okay, as soon as you start living uh, off the script in your head, off the script of life. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> you're not living anymore. <laughs> you're not living anymore, and it's. Once you get past the contrivity of the human condition that was imposed oh. upon us, bestowed upon us by by others in society, the Joneses, if you will, right? And <laughs> no, well, it's, what was his it's name an, again? Silva, Jason Silva. It's an excellent impression, but you know how he's annoying. Yeah. Your impression is so good that it's also annoying, right? Well, what's annoying, right? I was sitting fo- here musing, as I, as I often do, right? And Ew. I was just trying to think as I contemplate, constantly contemplating and trying to evolve as we all do. We're moving beings. We're not meant to be sentient beings as we're sold this this dream to just relax and be sold. lazy and sit on the beach. Well, if you sit, let me tell you one thing, friend. You die, right? You die because if you're not moving, friend. you're dead, all right? Ew. Jason Silva, ladies and gentlemen, that's from episodes three weeks ago. We should bring that on a regular basis because I like doing that, and it's it it reminds people of what a cack he is. Okay. But I want you to do some. I won't put you on the spot today. No. Mm. What's the spot? Here's the thing. I was thinking, right? I was sitting with my friends, thinking 
about the spot. I mean, the spot could be this spot that we're sitting on. It could be the the house that we've built with our bare hands. It could be the city that we live in, right? What's our spot? It could be our country, our planet, or the spot could be our very known universe, right? Because the perception is is in the eye of the beholder, right? And I was thinking, like, if 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 for you a spot is a literal spot on your shirt because you're you're just sucked into the material world where my spot is more of a cosmotosis of the cosmos cosmetosis. coming together through osmosis cosmotosis he uses he uses insane words that i'm always convinced aren't real but then what's more infuriating you look up the word and it's a word okay i'll try a mini one okay are you happy? Weren't you I'm, happy? I'm, or no, I'm you really want me well, to? Well, I don't want to do too much build up, so you don't you just don't think. Just go. Okay. Okay. They say to be present is the most important <laughs> thing in the world. Present? I think so. It's a gift. Present gift. You need to give that to yourself. You need to be in the moment. <laughs> I know. It's hard, but you can do it. You can do it. Just feel oh my it. God. And just escape. It fucking get, works. Get out of your head. Just get out. That's the best gift you can give to yourself is the presence. Oh my God. You know, what sucks is that you could do that for 60 minutes for a company <laughs> and they would pay you five grand. <laughs> and I say what sucks because I feel it's like a I'm trick. Ru- blushing. Yeah, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> But it's a trick. It's like you just use these keywords. Like, like, and this ties into our conversation from today. It's his audience has to be all 21 year olds that are like, yeah, man. Whereas, <laughs> whereas the rest of the world is, is like, shut up. Like, ooh. yeah. But like a 20 year old, this is right up his alley. Like, a spot. Right, man. What's your spot? Mine is, I choose mine as the universe, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank Go to jasonsilva.com for all your Jason Silva We've needs. We've reached the end. What is end, though? What does what end mean end? to you? Or is it just the beginning? I was you, just going to say exactly that. <laughs> See, we should go do keynotes. <laughs> we figured it out. We're available for keynotes. It's kind of addictive. Message the show. I just want to do it. Now I'm into it. By the way, we do have an email. jdshow at lemonpress.ca. Another antipasto sandwich. <laughs> Last night you picked <laughs> out. And it's still with you. Uh, I love you, Jenny. I love you. And I love you at home, right there, sitting, whatever you're doing. Thanks for watching or thanks for listening if you're in the car or if you're skiing right now, listening to this in your head. Skiing? Yeah. Some people ski and listen to the show. Okay. Sorry, I don't mean to leave early. It's just I, I had a lot of water. We'll be back tomorrow for Wednesday, of course. We're the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant live Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Eastern, 8 Atlantic. On YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, Twitter, or whatever. It doesn't matter. What matters is you and me here in this moment now. The past is a memory, the future is imagination, an illusion, it doesn't exist. So all we have is this very mo- all right. Even the cat's like, hello? Hello? We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Until then, watch your head. I'm just a thin, nervous shadow, walking backwards down the street. The landing is bitter, but the falling is oh so sweet.
Time. A waste of time. 